listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey there, welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Alex here, your host, and this week we're going to be talking about a little thing called shiny object syndrome. This is just a real quick episode where I really want to talk to you about it and remind you about the best way to run your business so that you don't get really distracted by things that aren't going to make you money or that are going to be a big waste of time. So this kind of thing, this kind of episode is a really important thing. It's like an important lesson to learn in business. It's something that we all struggle with. So I thought it would be great to talk about. So let's get started. First up, what is shiny object syndrome? I'm going to get real official here. I'm going to read you the definition. Yes, there is actually a definition on Google. It's a thing. So when you literally Google shiny object syndrome, this is what comes up. Shiny object syndrome is a continual state of distraction brought on by an ongoing belief that there is something new worth pursuing. It often comes at the expense of what's already planned or underway. It's rooted in that childhood phenomenon of always wanting the new toy, even if the current toy is just fine. I think that shiny object syndrome applies so much to running a teacher's pay teacher's store and a business in general as a teacher. It is unbelievably easy to get distracted in what we do. And I want to talk a little bit about why it happens. I want to kind of raise that awareness to you so you can sort of catch yourself before it happens to you. I want to talk a little bit about why it's a really bad thing and why you need to be avoiding it at all costs, the shiny object syndrome, and what you can be doing instead and just a few little strategies and tips and things. So let's talk a little bit about how it happens for sellers. Like how does this apply to us? Here are a few little scenarios. First up, you might just be a new seller you decide to join TPT like everybody else because you want to put up your resources, the things you've made anyway for your classroom. You're like, why not put them up on this website and make money? How great would that be? You start doing that and you do start off well, maybe for a few weeks or months, you do that. But before you know it, you get kind of caught up in these communities, which are really awesome places. But, you know, the Teachergram, Facebook groups, listening to podcasts like me or anything else, reading blog posts, watching YouTube videos, whatever, taking courses. There's so many things out there now to help sellers. And you start kind of being exposed to all this new information that you didn't know before. And then before you know it, you hear someone saying, whoa, 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 if you want to be successful on TPT, you can't just make products. You've got to market your resources. You need to have an Instagram and like a Facebook page and stuff. And so you're a newer seller and you're thinking, oh my goodness, and you're like hopping on your phone, signing up for Instagram. That might be your scenario. Or you might be someone that's been selling for many years on TPT. You've had your store for like five years and you do have already have like an Instagram page or whatever, but you're on the latest Facebook group post and you can see that everybody's saying, hey guys, the best thing you really need to be doing is having an email list. Like you've got to have it. It's the most important thing ever. And then you're sitting there panicking, like in a sweat, thinking, oh my goodness, I don't have an email list. Oh, oh, um, like you start commenting, like, what's the best email platform? I, I'm going to start looking into it this week and I'm going to sign up. And next thing you know, you're down that rabbit hole. But I could go on for honestly for hours of all the different scenarios, but it's usually a case of hearing someone else say, 
XYZ is amazing, you need to be doing it, or XYZ is so important, you have to be doing it. People also say XYZ is amazing for me, it brings me so much traffic and money, you better be doing it as well. We get lulled into that whole shiny object thing because we want to grow our businesses. Like at the root of it, we do want to succeed, we want to make more money, and we think, hey, I'm not making enough sales on TPT right now. Maybe I should go and do that thing that everyone else is doing so that I make more money. And we do get distracted. We get distracted by the multitude of marketing platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, blogging, email, YouTube, whatever. We also get distracted by some more legit kind of things, but just within TPT, you know, someone says that they're starting to make previews a certain way or that they're now doing video previews, or that they do this, this, and this when they're writing their descriptions. And this is the way that they do their covers and thumbnails and product photography and blah, blah, blah. And you start thinking, whoa, I've got to overhaul all of my listings. (laughs) Um, And we do, we get really distracted just by the tasks that others are doing that we feel we need to do as well. That is what shiny object syndrome looks like for TPT sellers. It can also just apply to many different kind of things in our business such as subscriptions, um, you know, like, oh, we've got to join Tailwind or I've got to join this email platform, like those kind of things we invest in can also just apply to things like courses and memberships, you know. I mean, it's amazing that they exist. We, you know, it's great that there are courses and memberships and things out there, but it does feel like there is, you know, a new one that comes out every five minutes. So a new person saying that their new thing is the thing you have to have, it can be really, really overwhelming. There's so many things drawing us in at one time as a seller. Okay, so I've talked a little bit about how shiny object syndrome happens and you may have already been listening and nodding along thinking, yeah, I'm guilty of that. I want to talk a little bit about why it's a really damaging thing in our businesses and why you need to keep an eye on this. And then like I said later, I'm going to do a few tips and strategies just to avoid it. But let's talk about why shiny object syndrome is truly a very, very dangerous thing. What happens is we get distracted by things that have worked for other people. That's the first thing. So-and-so says that having a blog was the best thing that they ever did. And so we think we have to have a blog. But real harsh reality here, just because having a blog is great for someone else does not mean it's great for you. In fact, you might hate blogging. You might just never have a knack for it. Like it just might not be your thing. Uh, Same with things like TikTok or whatever. You know, you can't force yourself into a platform that doesn't suit your personality. If you're not an extrovert, you don't like being on video the really scary, sad truth is that some things will just not work for everybody. And you you could just flounder at that thing because it's just not suitable to you and that's fine. But just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So that's the main thing why you want to kind of avoid the shiny object syndrome because you could end up really wasting time and money on something that isn't suitable to you. The other thing that's not so great about shiny object syndrome is that when you do go to take on something new, whether that's a new platform or a new membership or whatever it is you take on, you are taking away time and energy and possibly even money away from the things you should be focusing on. So instead of sitting there making a product or dating your SEO or doing something really important in your business, you're now starting a Facebook page because you think you have to have one. And you're now spending ages trying to learn email marketing or trying to set up Tailwind or whatever it is that you're being distracted by. And that time has been sucked and taken away from something really important. Important, necessary, maybe even really super profitable. So our time is such a precious thing as business owners. The last thing we want to be doing is wasting it in any way on something 
that's not the most important thing in our business. Now, it doesn't mean that you can never start something new or try something new, but you just don't want to be letting it dominate your time. So those are the two main reasons I think the shiny object syndrome can be really dangerous. Obviously, one is that you might get brought into something that isn't actually ideal for your business. It could be a big waste of time and money. And then just in general, it's pulling you away from something that might be actually beneficial and profitable for you. So it's a really kind of negative thing. So you've got to be really careful of it. And let's talk now about how to avoid it. Now, we can't, literally can't avoid it completely. It is physically impossible to never get that kind of messaging. You would have to become some kind of hermit and, you know, quit all the Facebook groups you're in and ditch Instagram and stop listening to people's advice on podcasts and you know unsubscribe from all the email lists. You'd have to completely cut everybody and everything off in the TPT world. And I don't think that's wise because TPT already is quite isolating. You know, you can be sitting there on your computer working on it and feeling like none of your family and friends or colleagues really gets it. So it's a beautiful thing to be able to connect with other sellers on a Facebook group or on an Instagram account and to bond with other people. So we don't want to cut ourselves off. That wouldn't be ideal, but we can limit what we're exposed to. And that might mean, you know, unfollowing certain things and just kind of picking and choosing who we listen to. Maybe instead of listening to 10 podcasts, you just decide that you're going to stick to one or two. Maybe instead of following like 10 different people on Instagram, you just stick to the one or two people that you really like the advice of the most. Maybe you won't be in so many Facebook groups. Maybe you won't be on so many email lists. Maybe you'll kind of cut down a little bit of the noise and just minimize things a little bit or mute certain people or kind of step back a little bit here and there. Like You don't have to cut yourself completely off from everybody, but you can limit the information overload that you are exposed to. I actually think that it's really wise to not take on the voices of too many people. You should be kind of choosing who you listen to and, and keeping that as a small group because everybody has different views. So for example, say that you take the advice from your TPT bestie. You also like to listen to someone that has a podcast and another person that has a blog or a Facebook group, whatever. And you have like all these different people giving you all these different bits of advice. It will all conflict with each other. You know, you'll go through your Instagram feed and one person will be saying, you must start email marketing. And then the next person says, no, you need to really be spending your time on this. And then someone else comes with something different and it's all completely conflicting advice and it overwhelms you. So if you can narrow down who you listen to and kind of minimize that noise, I definitely think that will help. I think it's good to be mindful who you listen to and to make sure that you really trust them. So for example, if it's someone that, you know, offers great content on their YouTube channel or has a really great blog where they give tips for sellers, that's great. If you can see that they consistently offer really valuable advice to you, then of course you're going to want to listen to them. That's very different to someone in a Facebook group who's just a random seller you don't even know, just complete, you know, nobody you've never met before telling you a piece of advice and you don't really know their story. You don't really know what their store is like, what their business and success is or what's actually working for them. You're just reading a Facebook comment. So you've got to be really mindful who you listen to. If it's someone you know and like and trust or you can see has had success, that's one thing. That's okay. But just like a random person, you, you maybe you don't want to listen to everything they say. So be mindful who you're listening to. The biggest thing as well is when you are overloaded with that information, or you're given a piece of unsolicited advice, or you're seeing this kind of shiny object floating in front of you, you've got to make the decision to take it on board, like, you know, take that information in, but not act on it. 
So say you do read a social media post or an email or see a Facebook group post that says that the most important thing you need to be doing is making previews. That's great. File that away in your brain. Maybe write a note on your notes apps. Tell yourself on your to-do list, that is something I'm going to do, but I don't need to do it right now because right now I need to finish the product I'm working on. Or someone is telling you that email marketing is the best thing ever and you've got to do it. You can tell yourself, hey, yes, that's probably true. I'm going to sort of file that information away, write myself a note. A goal for next year is going to be to start an email list, but I don't need to drop everything and do it this week. So you can listen to that information, but you've just got to learn to filter it out or kind of file it away for later and acknowledge that those shiny objects aren't always a bad thing. It's only a bad thing if you push everything else aside and insist that you have to do it now. That can be a really dangerous thing for your business because you're rushing into things and pushing aside important stuff. And really, most importantly, you're overwhelming yourself, which is definitely something that newer sellers struggle with because there's so much to learn and do. You feel like you're taking on too many things in a short period of time. And even as a more seasoned seller, you start to feel like everyone else that's at the same level as you is doing all of these things. Therefore, you must as well. But there is so much pressure to be doing everything, but you don't have to do it now. You could have that as a goal for next year, maybe. Now, I hope this little pep talk has helped. I want to wrap up this episode. I wanted to keep it as just like a brief little pep talk, but I hope it's kind of opened your eyes a little bit to what shiny object syndrome is and how it happens to sellers, why it's really not very ideal for us, and a few little tips for how you can avoid it. I will put a link in the show notes to that marketing quiz that I made and shared with you a few episodes ago because that is a really powerful tool if you are feeling like there are so many platforms everyone's saying is amazing and I don't know which one I'm supposed to do. You know, you could do that quiz and it will tell you exactly which one suits your personality type and then you can feel confident that you're just going to do the one that you actually know will suit you. And just because so-and-so says that TikTok's great, doesn't matter. That's not beneficial to you and your personality. You know that a blog is where you need to be. So that would be a really great thing. I will put a link in the show notes to that. But yeah, like I said, I really hope this episode has helped. My final little action item for you in this coming week and in the coming weeks is, like I said, to filter out that information and be mindful of that information overload. Maybe start thinking about who you're going to listen to, maybe unfollowing or unsubscribing from people that you don't really need to be overwhelmed with all their information, you know, kind of deciding who you're going to listen to. And like I said, if someone says something to you, on the internet, face-to-face, whatever, in the coming weeks, oh, you should do this, write it down. Write yourself a note that maybe you will do it, but tell yourself, I'm going to listen to Alex. I am not going to do it right now. And just enjoy the coming weeks, focusing on the things that are really profitable in your business that you were planning on doing, that you want to do and you know you need to do, not because someone else told you. I hope that you have an absolutely terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.